What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Single Chronicles 7 podcast with your host, your friend, your sister in Christ, Allie. If you haven't already, make sure you connect with me on my Instagram, Facebook page, Pinterest, TikTok, and YouTube. And join my Facebook group, all at Single Chronicles 7. In addition, be sure to shop all things stationery by Supplied by Alley on my Etsy shop as well as my Amazon page at Single Chronicles 7 to see what's in store. When it comes to Single Chronicles 7 and the ministry in itself, my main goal, my main focus, my main desire is to help each and every one of you embrace who you are. As I continue to grow in my relationship with God, the way that I see myself and how I carry myself has evolved. Although I struggle with my own insecurities from time to time, I am no longer that girl that sits in it. I acknowledge the thoughts, explore within myself why I feel that way, and then kill it with what God says about me, for me, and over me. My relationship with God has taught me to never settle and to keep my standards. If I am honest with you, I can tell you that I have yet to meet a guy that is worth me coming out of my singleness. Don't get me wrong now. I desire to be in a relationship. I desire marriage and physical intimacy. I desire companionship and someone to share life with, for someone to do life with. However, I know full well not to mistake my desire for desperation. I love me too much to give in to any guy that pays me attention because of my own temporary feelings of loneliness or discouragement. My singleness has ups and downs. And if you have been rocking with me from day one back in September of 2020, when Single Chronicle 7 was born, I have shared with you my ups and my downs. I remember in my earlier 20s, I would always go on the internet, on Google, on YouTube, just to see if I can connect with somebody, to see if I can find somebody, even read books where people share the truth of single. Singleness. singleness is a beautiful state to be in. It's beautiful to be single and to see yourself the way that God sees you and to obtain all the things that God wants you to have. But we have to be honest. And sometimes being single is not the easiest thing. And I couldn't find anybody that I can relate to that can share the struggles in singleness. When I would go on the internet, I would see the beauty in singleness. And I I understand that. I get it. But I also needed somebody to be real with me, to be vulnerable with me, to be transparent and raw. And that's why when I created Single Chronicle 7, I said, God, use me. Allow me to touch somebody else. What I didn't have when I was really going through it in my singleness, I wanted to be that for somebody else. And I share the highs, I share the lows, I share the mountaintops, and I share the valleys to let you know that singleness is indeed beautiful. And it's a beautiful season to be in however long God has you in. But we're also human and we also have desires and we have to learn to bring it under the submission of God so that we don't end up falling into sin. 
in my singleness, I have experienced a range of emotions from happiness to sadness, from tears of joy to tears of almost depression. I go through things, yet I still remain in my singleness because there is peace. I'd rather go to bed each night knowing that I am honoring God than honoring the devil. The strength and the courage that I have as an adult today to say no to the things that go against my standards when it comes to a partner is all God. I give him all of the credit because he has taught me what it is like to be a child of the most high and carry myself as such. Within this past year alone, thus far to date, one guy has come across my path and where there was some interest and or attraction on both ends in one way or another. And he wanted to pursue me if I gave him the chance. However, I know in my heart that mutual interest and attraction is not enough for me to open up myself to someone. I look at character. I take note of how they carry themselves. I see if their words match their action. I want to know what they have currently going for themselves and what they want out of life. Are they a God follower or a self follower? Do they believe in Christ or the universe? Can they carry a conversation or is it me doing all of the legwork? Is their thought process logical and sound? Did they just settle in life just to say that they have something or are they actively and physically pursuing their visions, dreams, and goals? Are they waiting for marriage or are they entertaining their flesh every time it's on fire? One thing that I have always said is that I do not want to give pieces of myself to this guy and that guy. And I have to say that I am so proud of how I handle situations when it comes to the opposite sex. If someone likes me, that's great. That's amazing. But it takes more than just liking me for me to really give you that energy. I am someone that builds a friendship first so that I can get to know you. If you're thinking that you're going to have a kiss, you're going to have a hug, you're going to have something physical, something sexual, I can tell you right now that I am not your girl because that's not what I'm about. I want to save me for my husband. And I'll be honest with you, I have not always walked the straight and narrow path when it comes to sexual purity. I have not. And I can own it. And I can acknowledge it. And you guys know, check my YouTube. Check check my Instagram. Check my TikTok. I have shared my journey. And it hasn't been easy. But I keep going back to God. I keep asking God for forgiveness. But the most important thing is that I keep asking God for help. I cannot walk this journey alone. And so many people do things in their own strength. And they wonder why they keep ending back at phase one. You cannot. 
walk this life without the help and the strength of God. Because in your weakness, his strength is made perfect. His grace is sufficient. He will supply all of your needs according to his riches and his glory. You need God to direct your footsteps so that even if you fall, you will not be utterly destroyed because he will help you and pick you back up and set you on the path that he has for your life. For some, for many even, my standards are considered too high. But to God, it's considered having integrity. And integrity is something that is lacking so much in this generation today. One thing about me is that I'm not compromising on my relationship with God. That's non-negotiable. It's not up for discussion. If you have questions about God, that's okay. I don't have all the answers, but you're more than welcome to ask. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not raising somebody to have a walk with God. If you're going to step to me, you have to have a relationship with God. Not just any relationship, but an active, intimate, personal relationship with God. One that adheres to conviction, one that walks a life of obedience, one that acknowledges sin, but knows how to get back up and run to God. One that understands and knows what it means to be broken, but also to be whole in Christ again. I know that as I continue giving God this area of my life, he will not fail me in this area. I know that 29 is knocking on my door and I am so ready for it. I'm a little nervous for what 29 has for me, but I'm ready for it because I have been declaring and decreeing that my godly marriage is coming, that my husband is on his way. God says the power of life and death is in the tongue. So you can choose to speak life or you can choose to speak death. And if you're desiring something, even though your natural circumstances do not look as such, keep speaking, keep prophesying to yourself that it's going to happen in Jesus name. It's not going to happen on your timetable, but it will happen in the name that is above all names. Looking back, I can be honest and say that turning 28 was extremely hard for me because I was focusing too much on my relationship status and how I was another year older with no prospects in sight. And mind you, my birthday is early in this year. My birthday is February 8th. So right as the new year starts, a month in, then comes my birthday. However, after experiencing some things this year, I am grateful that God is continuing to keep me in hiding. And something that I have been learning a lot this year is that when I go through things and when I experience things, I have learned not to beat myself up over it so much. I'm hard on myself. I feel like sometimes we're all our own worst enemy. And to really grow and mature, not just in Christ, but in life alone, you have to take every experience as a learning lesson. It's not the end all be all. It's just a stepping stone into your destiny. When I would talk to, you know, friends and, you know, just other folks that 
know me that I have a relationship with, you know, they would tell me to ask a friend if they know someone or if I should try going more to events and such to meet guys or even to move to another state because I won't find anyone where I am currently living. But can I tell you that I am so good on that? That again comes with knowing who you are. I know what God has for me. I know what God promised me. I will never forget. I wrote it in my journal entry, May 2015. I was about 21, 22 years old and I was reading a book and God spoke so clearly to me. Through reading that book, as I was reading it, that dating and being in multiple relationships will not be for me. I was excited because, you know, yeah, I got a word from the Lord and I hear from God. But I didn't realize that as the years went on, God really meant it. And it didn't click. It didn't register until last year. Like, yo, God really meant what he said. So I shouldn't be expecting God to be knocking down my front door. I shouldn't be putting myself in the positions to be found because that's not what God has for me. He never did. God wants me to continue living life, continue doing me, continue going after the things that I want to continue accomplishing my visions, my dreams, my goals. And as I continue staying focused on what God has in front of me, Then and only then would he bring that person to me that is supposed to be my husband. I don't have to go searching. But you see, this is what happens when you surrender your this area of your life to God. Allow him to write your love story. I always say, don't ever compare your love story to those that you watch on television or in movies or what you read in books. They're written by script writers. Yours is written by God. A relationship where you can pray, worship, and passionately pursue Christ together is always worth the wait. It is better to wait on God's plan than to settle for just anything. For me, Being content in life, doing the things that you love, for me, that's being in my career as a school psychologist, hanging out with friends and family throughout the week, dancing, owning my own business and being in ministry, as well as pursuing your goals is so much more valuable and important than trying to find a man. And for the men listening, that's trying to find a woman. I enjoy being a woman of substance and a woman of many talents. I love the fact that I am walking confidently in my purpose and calling. And let me tell you, not a lot of people can say that. I am so comfortable sitting by myself at the table. I know exactly what I bring to the table, so I'm not afraid to eat alone. I can't expect somebody to be something that I am not. I can't expect my husband to be in his career if I'm just working a job. I can't expect my husband to be passionate about whatever he wants in life if I'm not passionate about the things that I want for myself. I can't expect my husband to be so well confident in himself if I'm not confident in myself first. I have to want the things for myself first before I can allow before I can even want it in somebody else. 
In order for me to truly love my husband, I have to love me first. And in order for me to love me first, I have to understand what love is. And to understand what love is, is to have that relationship with God, for God to love me, to receive his love, and to learn what love looks like. You see, a relationship with God, it'll tell you that love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. And that is found in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 8. When you understand God, you understand yourself. And when you're able to understand yourself, you're able to understand somebody else. For me, I don't care to date around at this age or get to know guy after guy. That's not my cup of tea. And you may wholeheartedly disagree and have some things to say about my stance. And I'm okay with that because again, I know full well who I am in God. As I continue to honor God in this area of my life, he will honor me in due season and I will be a living testament. He will show me if this guy is the one for me as I lean on him and surrender my singleness to him daily. I honestly believe that the people who date around are the ones who put their trust in themselves rather than in the one who knows every detail of their lives. No matter how hard it gets, I will continue running to God because it is only he that can give me what no one else can and nothing else can provide. As you've listened to this today, I just want to encourage you to wait on God and not give in to the pressures of this world. Find God and yourself. Love God and yourself. There is too much greatness in store for you to give up your singleness because of your fleeting emotions and naysayers. I hear so many times that it is best to go out with this guy or that girl so that you can really see for yourself what they are about. I hear that from friends. I overhear it from other friends. Like, hey, what do you lose? It's a meal. What can you lose? But don't do that. People show you who they are the first time around by the first conversation. Don't allow desire, as I stated, to turn into desperation. Why are you wasting your precious time and energy? Believe that text, that phone conversation, that FaceTime. Do not try to read between the lines. Do not sit there and try to interpret what they meant by it. You will save yourself from a lot of heartache if you take heed from the moment you notice that what they said does not line up with your own values visions, morals, beliefs, and most importantly, the word of God. Listen, the God of the universe who created the heaven and the earth, who changes the sky day after day, who decided that the ocean should only come so far up the shore is the one who is planning every detail of your life. 
surrender to him. He wants nothing but the absolute best for you. Whereas people change, God remains the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Other people may break their promises to you, but God never does. Lean on him. Allow him to love you. Allow him to heal you. Allow him to restore the areas that have been broken. Come into agreement with who God says you are today. Stop walking around with shame, with guilt. Stop walking around because somebody said something to you or somebody didn't say something to you. Somebody did something to you. Somebody didn't do anything to you. Whatever it is, lift your head up. You are a child of the most high God. You are a king. You are a queen. So I need you. God needs you to walk as such. You are his beloved. He looks at you and sees your brokenness and longs to heal it. He spoke and the world came into existence. And yet he desires an intimate and personal relationship with you. God longs to be your everything, your healer, deliverer, protector, restorer, redeemer, comforter, provider, and so much more. That void within you is meant to be filled by God. Not the world, not sex, not relationship after relationship, not drugs, not dating around, not alcohol, not partying, or even your job. Run to him, not away. One day in his court is better than a thousand elsewhere. And that is scripture. That's biblical. Psalms 8410. Apart from God, you can do nothing. But with God, you can do all things. Continue spending time with God so that you can understand your value and your worth. As I've shared earlier, this confidence in who I am, that's not because of my age. That's nothing but God. That's nothing but surrendering to God and inviting him into my life and understanding the things that I go through is not meant to harm me, but to strengthen me, to grow me, to mature me, to give me wisdom, knowledge, and revelation. You can have this same confidence. It is attainable and achievable by anyone and everyone who desires to walk with God. As 2023 is coming to a close, I pray that if you have yet to say yes to God and to have a relationship with him, I pray that you seek him. And as you seek him, you will find him. The angels rejoice every single time one person says yes to God and no to the devil who believes in Jesus Christ that he died and rose again. Every lost soul is found once you come into relationship with God. Don't end this year off without God. Do not begin 2024 without God. Whatever you're believing in for, whatever you are praying for, desiring, bring it to God, give it to him, lay it at his feet and watch him work. He will far exceed your expectations. Why? Because that is the God you and I serve.